Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Huge game. Huge game this weekend. Can't wait to watch it. Ohio State and Michigan. I mean, and and Rob, it's always a big game, right? Always a huge game. But this year, man, both teams undefeated. Ohio State ranked number two. Michigan ranked number three. And whoever loses is going to likely, almost certainly, be out of the college football playoff as far as the top four that qualify. So this is all the marbles. And it was an interesting story written in Sports Illustrated 
by Michael Rosenberg. Well, of course I know. Yeah, he he worked in Detroit. Detroit, Yep, yep. At the Free Press. I know Mike very well. And he wrote, Rob, that the 12-team expansion, which will kick in as soon as 2024, uh, when that happens, it'll be a bad thing because this game between Ohio State and Michigan, for instance, which Saturday means everything, right? I mean, in addition to the great rivalry, in addition to the Big Ten title, um, which, you know, teams have conference championship games too, but in addition to the Big Ten title, and uh, it, it also, of course, has going to the college football playoff on the line. Of course, once that expands to 12 teams, in a situation like this, both of the teams would still know that they're likely to make the playoff or almost or going to make the playoff. So it takes a little bit away from the game, and he thinks it would take a ton away from the game, and that's one reason he doesn't want to see or he's not happy about the 12-team playoff. Where are you at on this? I know you didn't really like it. I, I totally start, agree with so. him because if this new a format was in place, Chris, this game wouldn't matter. They would both be going no matter what. And that's not what you don't want to have. I think Mike is spot on on this, that as time goes on and so many teams getting involved, it will take away from these kind of matchups where you know one team has a chance to advance and the other team is out. And so they could play this game and not even care about it or rest people and like, well, we're going to make it anyway. Like we're going to be in the, the playoff. Why should we waste our better players or put our guys out there in a game that doesn't matter? Can you imagine? I think that's whenever you open up uh, a playoff where too many people, you know what, we've seen in the NBA. Now with the play-in and whatnot, it's not about, Chris, it's not about getting the the top seed anymore. It's just about, okay, let's get to the playoffs. We want to get in. Uh, We'll take uh, some days off. It's okay, you know. the 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 other night, the uh, the the other night, the Warriors rested like four starters and all that. You know, like those are the kind of things you start to look at and go because they know that it doesn't matter. It's about getting in the playoffs and being healthy, and that could happen in college football. And that's the part that is uh, disappointing if it does happen. I completely disagree. Um, I mean, you know this, right? You worked in Michigan. You think there's going to be a day Ohio State-Michigan doesn't matter? That game is always going to matter. It is a rivalry of the highest order. Regardless of whether or not it's for, that. obviously it means more if it's for the national championship or a right to play for the national championship. But this game will always mean something. Coaches have been fired with great records because they couldn't beat the rival next door. And so this game will always matter. And now I agree, it's just undeniable that the regular season will be a bit watered down. A bit. It'll still be great. It'll still be exciting. And college football is full of great rivalries. We got Alabama-Auburn coming up. Obviously, a rival. Like you're gonna have tons of rivalries in the SEC and these other great conferences. That's not going away. 
It just won't be sudden death. It won't be do or die. It won't be if you lose, your season's over. Still will be a big deal. And here's what I say, Rob, because you and I have talked about it before. When we grew up and it was a mythical national champion, right? They didn't have a championship game. They had, a the what, about six major bowls, six or seven major bowls played on New Year's Day. And we, you will watch all of them. And the top teams will be in all of them. And it would literally be like, how bad did you beat the other team by? That could make you the national champion. Like it was just, you know, you, you're going to watch it. And the, whoever wins most impressively as far as beating a high-ranking team could move up big time in the polls. And now, Rob, let's face it. None of these bowl games matter. The only postseason college football games that matter are the playoff games, the final four, and then the championship, period. I don't care about any of the other ones. And I don't think most people, you know, I mean, obviously you got some college football guys that just watch everything, but most fans only look at the championship. And so what I'm saying is expanding to 12 teams. Now, all of those games are going to matter. That first round playoff game with the top 12 teams, those six games or however they do it, but if it's six or if it's four, you know, because teams get buys, whatever, it's going to matter. And then the next round is going to matter. How? And then, the, you know, you get to all the way through the championship. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be a playoff. I totally disagree with you because when they have four teams now, most of the games are blowouts. They're Rob, not even, com- they're not even I, competitive. No, it, I they, think they haven't they, been that, competitive. That, uh, some years, but some we years saw they've Michigan, been very competitive. Who did Michigan this play year, last year? Alabama's seventh in the country this year. Michigan, Clemson's ninth. Michigan like, last year, Chris, weren't, they, they didn't even belong on the field. I can't remember, Rob G., who well, that, they played. That, that's not the that, – so what are we supposed to do? No, but we've seen plenty of lopsided games with four teams. Now you're going to put 12 teams and maybe uh, another eight that really don't belong there? I, it doesn't no, mean that because Alabama's you have a, number seven. It doesn't mean they're that, gonna. They would give a team a good game. Tennessee's number ten. They were number one a few weeks ago. Like I mean, you don't know TCU. Who would ever think? No, they're but number I'm four? talking about from you the, always from risk what we've that. seen. Uh, from so 14. you think there's only two good teams in the country? Well, all I know is from what we've seen in the past. In the four teams, there have been a lot of lopsided and blowouts, and that's all I'm worried about is that those games won't matter. And and maybe, Chris, you might be right. Maybe they are exciting. But if they're what we've got a sample of and they're bad, it's going to be interesting to see how people feel about them and whether or not people are like, oh, well, I'll wait till the final four because – they're not. This is not that good or not that compelling because they let a number twelve team that really doesn't belong in the college playoff and they got rolled by forty. That's all I'm saying. Oh, what? Well, look, I think that'll happen sometimes. Um, but then there'll be times when they're close games. Then there'll be times where there's upsets. I mean, that's just the the state of college football. And no matter what, you run that risk. You know, I mean, maybe they, they somehow it's got to get more balanced out. Maybe NIL does that, whatever. But I'm just saying, like, that risk is always there. 
What all all I know is this, Rob. The bowl games to me are to you. Are the bowl games relevant? Other than the Final Four, do you? I mean, really? No, because they made them irrelevant with the college football playoff. So they made okay, them, right. So they're going to but make now we're going to make I'm talking a few about, more relevant games. No, now. but I'm talking about the Michigan Ohio State. You said, well, it'll be it'll always be relevant, always matter. Not if Jim Harbaugh decided I'm going to make it anyway. I'm not going to start my quarterback, or I'm not going to start some of my well, top I players. Don't see that and happening. I don't care if we win or not because I'm trying to win a national championship. Beating you still Ohio have to State finish in the top twelve. Beating Ohio State doesn't matter. They're still going to. I'm saying if you they're two and three, they're gonna make it whether they lose that game or not. When you got twelve teams coming in, I don't. We don't see that in the NFL, for the most part. I mean, teams play every weekend. The NBA, you brought that up. The, the, the NBA, the playoffs aren't what did that. It was the low management that individuals, coaches, Popovich, and individual players. Started to do. Yeah, but I'm talking that's about. That's what ruined. That's yeah, what but I'm talking about with in. the play in. Now 20 of the 30 teams make it. I'm just saying it It's a, it, it, it took off some Is of the baseball steam. baseball worse than when it just had to pin it? When it's the winner of the American League versus the winner of the National no, League. No, I, I get no that. It, I get that it evolves, but you don't want to make it where people feel like the regular season doesn't matter. And you could do that in college football if you get to the final two games. And you say to yourself, we're in. Even if we lose our last two, we're in. It doesn't matter. We play the final game of the year, and you don't want to, you don't want to uh, jeopardize trying. You saying I want to win a championship. I don't think anybody would be mad at Jim Harbaugh if he protected his players in a meaningless game and said it's okay. We'll just play, and if we we, it's about getting into the tournament. That's what I'm, and that could happen. That's all. Well, what that would do is postpone a big game there would still be big games down the line I don't think that'll happen I don't want that to happen obviously but I think all that would do is say okay the big game isn't Ohio State Michigan this week in two weeks it's Michigan Penn State in the first round of the playoff that would be a huge game so you still would get big games and like I said in baseball I mean Rob they've really expanded the baseball player do you not like it no, I, I mean, that's a prime example. And, and that regular season, because they play so many games, that more than any other regular season is like, man, do I really need to watch this game on Tuesday night in, in July? Like, but it still is what it is. I, I, the playoffs I, are great. I, I, I don't like it from the from the college football standpoint because I just I, – the history so far, Chris, it might turn around, it might change – but the history of the college football playoffs are, are a lot of lopsided games. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know the Rob no, G. We've been looked some, at it. There's been there's some been close a lot of there've been more blowouts. That's I all agree, I'm saying. But that, that's all I'm but saying. But that's just. I mean, that's not a right. format issue. Let's hold that's on. A, a fact that one or two teams have been dominant. Hold, hold on, years. hold on a second, because I know Rob G. looked it up because we we had some information. Yeah, I mean, stats. I know we did it. We talked about it before. Sixteen games in the playoffs so far. Only three of them have been decided by less than ten points. Average margin of victory across the sixteen games is nineteen point eight wow. points per game. Right, but again, that's not a format issue. That's a college football issue, regardless of the format. You've had a couple of dominant teams. So even if you still have a couple of dominant teams, you're still going to have some good competitive games through the in, by those 12 teams that are in the playoff. 
It might not be the two best ones, best teams, but some of those games will be competitive and they'll be meaningful. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup since starts fantasy football players rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition listen to i want your flex with mike Carmen and me dan buyer on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your hey i'm jay shetty and i'm the host of on purpose on purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier healthier and more healed this week i talked to tiffany haddish in a hilarious deep thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma grief sobriety love and dating you'll be laughing crying and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview i had this like you know homie lover friend for a long time he's very disrespectful to me very kind of messed up to me but in my mind we could get married we had the most beautiful babies he handsome i'm pretty like it would be so cool he's smart and intellectual i'm kind of smart i think like it would be fun we have the best conversations like we we have fun, but then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh, Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Because he's a Super Bowl champion. He's a Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst, FS1 NFL analyst. And Mr. Universe, our man, Greg Jennings. What's up, man? What's happening, fellas? Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving to you and the family. I know y'all going to have a spread. Well, so how's it going to be? Greg's going to eat turkey, going to grub, or what? Come on, man. We do this every year. I stay consistent. The fam does what they do, and I mean, I do what I do. You got your little Tupperware things? No, no Tupperware. We we go on glass plates. We putting everything on the plate. Nice. (laughs) Nice. I remember when my mom used to have Tupperware parties, and women would come over. I remember that, too. And you would sell, you know, she would sell it to make a little extra money, Tupperware. Remember that? That was the big thing. Big Tupperware. Greg's like, what? What's Tupperware? Okay. I, I mean, I stop it. I know. All right. All right. <laughs> Greg, let's start here. We are just talking about Zach Wilson being benched. First of all, I want your feelings on what he said at the press conference when he, you know, said he, did, he didn't take – he didn't let the defense down. Um, and then how do you like the way the Jets have handled it? And do you think, like, this kid is done – with the Jets or even as a starting quarterback in the league, or do you think he can bounce back? Uh, so first and foremost, I didn't like the way he handled it. I don't care who you are. you, you got to take accountability. you got to take responsibility of the part that you play or the lack of part that you did not play. Um, when, you, when you lose three, when you score three points, that's it. Like in the way he went about it, it was just all wrong. It was like he disregarded the entire question. Like, stop it. Like, almost like that's a foolish question. Like, we saw the way you play. You played poor. You've been playing poor. How 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 the Jets have handled it. You 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 can't 
you can't let somebody like that lead the locker room. You obviously know that you've invested a lot in in him, being that he was your first round draft pick, number two overall. So you want to still see if something can be salvageable with his performance and he turned into something. So it's not, I don't believe it's over, but I can't let him lead my team. I'm sorry, I can't do it. If I'm in the locker room, I have to read the heartbeat of the locker room, the temperature of the locker room. Those guys are posting. Elijah Moore, we all saw the the post he had with him throwing the ball as if he was a quarterback. You know, he. Like you can't, you can't let them go out there and lead your team, and they don't believe in them. Um, so I think it was the right decision. I think at some point you do have to go back to them because you don't have great options. I think Joe Flacco is better right now. They were able to throw the ball. Like I know Joe Flacco has an equation to wins, but he can produce passing yards. That's what they struggle doing, moving the ball down the field. So I like the way they've handled it thus far. Um, well, you had no expectations for Mike White. If Mike White throws four interceptions this week, what do you do, Greg? I, I got to go to Joe Flacco. I'm, I, I would, I would much rather see Joe Flacco under center, personally. Mm. Yeah, I'm not a Mike White guy either. I, I just question that. I, I was with you. My heart, my biggest decision would be if you have somebody viable, then let's then make a change. But I don't like the the alternatives. But we'll we'll see how it plays out. What do you make of? Uh, not surprised. We had the guy on from uh, Milwaukee uh, radio. Uh, what was Chris? He was on the other day, and he brought up the Aaron Rodgers thumb that. Uh, right. Uh, he didn't like say it was he a, didn't know it was broken at yeah, the time. But there was an injury. Are you surprised by that or not? That there's some sort um, of uh, injury, maybe that comp- compounded him because he did look awful, inaccurate, and unlike himself. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it makes more sense. Uh, with us knowing that he he's playing out there playing with a broken thumb, I know we a lot of us would like to say, well, it doesn't matter, he's out there. Well, I mean, when it when it actually impacts what you do, and it's your throwing arm, right. throwing hand, like you got to have some type of okay. I, it makes more sense now, and for me, <laughs> it makes more sense now when I see how he's missed some of those throws. It's like okay. I can't sit here and say if I had a broken thumb and I was a quarterback, I would still be able to make those throws. That's come on now, let's be real. Right. He has a broken thumb. You got to put some weight into that. Um, but he's out there playing, and the expectation is never going to come down because he he has a broken thumb. He has to find a way to play above it um, and get around it and navigate it, and and they got to get some wins. Greg, we've talked about Rob and I, the Dallas Cowboys, and their blatant uh, recruiting of Odell Beckham Jr. (laughs) All right, that's fine. But if you were a receiver on that team, would you be feeling a little like, I mean, dang, what am I, chopped liver? Like, 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 would you be a little bit bothered? No, because I was that dude. I'm going to tell you right now. I wouldn't because I I was Okay, you knew. Yeah, you, you were a pro bowler. But yeah. Noah Brown ain't a pro bowler. Michael Gallup ain't a pro bowler. Exactly. And I understand, I understand all of that. But you can't consider feelings and emotions 
Like, these guys are still playing for not only you in this roster and this opportunity that they have in front of them, but to continue to further and progress their careers. So you can't cry over the fact that we're trying to improve our roster in our unit group. This team is their 25th in the league in, in receiving yards. Like, what do you want, to, what do you want us to do? If, 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 if we had an opportunity to bring in a better player – a more skilled player that will enhance our roster, and he just happened to be a quarterback or a running back, or now he's at your position of receiver. That is what it is. Be better. Well, um, it's, show it's, it's show about, us why we shouldn't bring him in. But isn't it about, I think Chris's issue is the out, outwardly public. I, you know, like obviously uh, you always want to improve your team. What if he doesn't come now after you done told everybody uh, about how much you need him and Dak and all that. <laughs> right. Now the other guy, now you want me to make a catch for you and, and stretch out and do whatever I can to save you? I mean, I am I think it's the public courting of him. I think privately, that Pri- makes I sense. I would expect it privately, right. But No, look, Greg, look, yes, public, no, private. No, man, look, I, I get it. I understand what you guys are saying, but Noah Brown and any other bot, any other individuals that, that may come un- second – or, or we don't see it being able to continue to progress because of OBJ being acquired, you don't stop being who you are. You, you, you use that, and you prove why it's not needed or why it would be a mistake. If you can't do that, then you can't justify me acquiring this guy that I've seen do it and know that will improve our roster. No, I hear that. Bottom line is get whether they get OBJ or not, they still have to perform. Absolutely. And maybe this would spark them to, to try to be better, of course. But I, I'm with Rob. I just think – because I think if they don't get him, it looks bad, particularly if he goes to a rival. Yep. If they do get him, does this put pressure on them to try to get him the ball? They've made him out like he's going to be Jerry Rice. I mean, well, he's see, 30 years old I, off I, a second knee injury. I don't think it – I don't think it looks bad because it's players. It's players. It's Jerry, Jerry said it as well. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, said, Jerry said his piece. He did. But this is the first time that we've really seen, like, all teams pretty much show their hands and, and when they're, have, they're having an interest in a player. Like, every, we know the Giants would love to reunite. Like, everybody that we've, we've, we know that's in this running has pretty much said, yeah, we would love to have OBJ. And so it's it's not a secret across the league. This is a benefit. It benefits OBJ. It's a credit. He's winning right now. He shouldn't even be thinking about the Giants. That should just be for money, I guess. You know, I I, I I'd yeah. Be so if you, yeah. you you got to consider the Giants. You got to make sure. And if you're the Giants, you got to play that card of we tried to your fan base okay, because of who true. he was and what he provided for you when he was there. And if you're OBJ, you want to show interest. In the Giants, because that, again, that's a fan base that you continue to appeal to, and you potentially will be in New York. You will have opportunity there. You want to still be well-received. So I, I totally get his his position and the Giants' position. All right, that's our man, Greg Jennings. Happy Thanksgiving again, man. Y'all have a great time with the family. 
Happy Thanksgiving to you guys as well. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. 
Listen to Woke App Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Big story uh, in the Washington Post about Jerry Jones, and it wrote about how well, one of the, the the thing that's gotten a lot of people's attention is that they ran a photo uh, from obviously decades ago where a 14-year-old... From 1957, Jones, yeah. Yeah, was in the crowd uh, of students, white students who were denying black six black students access into North Little Rock High School. Now, this, of course was uh, just a few weeks before the the famous integration of Little Rock Central High School when the nine black students integrated Little Rock Central. Chris, you remember the, the picture of that little girl by herself? What a courageous little girl. Yep. Do you remember that? They're screaming at her and all that. Yep. And, ugh, yep. whenever I see that, it's still just, you know. And oh, here yeah. she is just trying to go to school. No question. No question about it. Um, now, what is your, you know, do you have, what is your reaction about, not, uh, about seeing the photo? Not not shocked at all. Like, like 1957 and Little Rock. And just, it's just surprising that they got a picture of him. And it's him. There's no doubt, right, right Chris? Him. That's you him. can see it. It looks like him. It looks like, at a 14 years old, it looks like him. So it's just funny when you look at things in history uh, and just, you know, where people are and what side of history and different things and, you know, knowing whether something was right or wrong or at that point or probably during that time, those those were the times of the day, Chris. You know, like those were the times he was living in and what people were doing and, 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 and whatnot and he obviously got caught up. I just wonder sometimes when I think about like people's beginnings and their thoughts or whatever was going on in their family or in their house, Chris, or what was said or whatever, you know, and now, and then you become a very successful and rich person and, you know, and now you're paying, paying these same black people millions of dollars. Do you know what I mean? Right. Not not as if it's a charity or anything, like he's doing something special. They make him a lot of now money. They earn it. They right. earn it. Right. So I don't want to make it like, you know, he's, he's oh, he's a great guy. No, he's paying them because that's the, what the market bears. That has right. nothing to do with anything else. Yes. And he wants to win football games. Let's just keep it real. Right. And if those All black right. guys couldn't help if, him win football games, he wouldn't have them on the team. 
I, I say it all the time, Robin. We've we've talked about it on the show. It's sad because it really shouldn't be this way. The history of the country is sad. Let's just it's worse than sad. It's tragic. Um, but sports has it it's certainly arguable, Rob, with all due respect to Dr. Martin Luther King and the civil rights movement and all the brave people that marched and fought and you know, sit-ins and were killed and just did all the things they they did to bring about integration and equal rights. Um, sports may have done more than anything in this country to bring about the degree, and we, we still got a ways to go, but the degree of racial inclusivity and, and equality that we do have in this country. That, that's why we hold there's no that's doubt. why we hold black athletes to such a high standard. You know what I mean? As far as like how we revere them, Chris, because of they were like the ones who we saw publicly break through, you know, like uh push through. We we saw the movie, we already know about Jackie Robinson and all the what people had to endure. And um they were and, able to 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 break through oftentimes first. Right. And like you said, it if I mean, if they hadn't been, if African Americans hadn't been such great athletes, I firmly believe that we would not be as far along racially as a country as we are. Jerry Jones, if he wants to work in the NFL, he has to have black athletes. Period. Bear Bryant. One of the greatest college coaches ever. One of the most legendary college coaches. He Rob. couldn't win it. He couldn't stop he winning. Was, he, he was winning national championships at Alabama. They played USC. Sam Bam Cunningham ran all over his team, and USC destroyed him. And he went out and started recruiting black players. Right. There. That's it. And again, it's shameful. It shouldn't be about sports. It should be about respecting your fellow human being. We all created an image of God, regardless of your race, your ethnicity, your nationality. That's what it should be about. But there's no doubt that sports, um, unfortunately, it's been sports that's played such a big role. Now, Rob, Jerry Jones, here's what he said is quoted in the Daily Mail. He's 80 years old now. Here's what he said about the photo. I don't know that I or anybody anticipated or had a background of knowing what was involved. It was more a curious thing. Now, I don't know. I don't know Jerry Jones now. I certainly obviously didn't know him anything back then. I will. And he, I, I don't know what his racial views were. Um, He is in, if you look at the photo, I mean, he does look like he's looking to see what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I don't you think, know, yeah, from he's that not picture. like visibly, right, right, from just that picture. Now, that doesn't mean he wasn't adamantly against integration. And and that was the, that was mean, the that news was of what, the day, you know what right. I mean? That was, Chris, you notice even from the standpoint of, even from a religious standpoint and like the churches and, you know, like they, they weren't in, uh, in, in church being against segregation and you know what I mean? And saying the churches this stuff. in the South right. were heretical, meaning false belief, false doctrine is what they were promoting because they were promoting white supremacy. Right. That's there that were 100%. not everyone. Maybe, no, no, but, no, a but lot you know of what them, I mean? Right. Right. I mean, they, their stories where people would leave church and go and lynch a black person. 
story. Like the people would, as in a mob, leave the church excitedly to go to a lynching. Those are that's in books. And so it really wasn't Christianity that was being taught. It was white supremacy more than Christianity. And so that is it's 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 documented that the schools in the South, that's what they taught. They they taught, you know, lies about slavery, that it was a benevolent institution and thing, you know, blacks were cursed and things like that, all types of nonsense. And so, yeah, that's how people were raised. What's interesting, Rob, is Jerry Jones and and I mean, look, Jerry Jones, African-American players, Rob, they, they, you know, they all seem to have great relationships with him. So I'm not going to say anything about him like this means he's racist or anything. He may have been that back then. I don't know. No, but there's and nothing he, there for us right, to look at. He may have had and, a change of no, heart, right, too. Right. I mean, that's the thing. People, people progress. People progress. Uh, people what? grow. People progress. People yep. learn. People change. So I'm not going to judge him by that photo that, as you said, the photo isn't. You don't. You can't tell. It's really not defining his attitude, anything. It, 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 right, now, if he that. was holding up a sign, Chris, with the right. N word, right. or, or we had audio, video, and he's yelling at the students or whatever, "Get the f out of here" or right. whatever. Then, then there's, you know, whenever we Absolutely. hear it for ourselves, that's Chris, that's totally different. Well, it, it's interesting that a few things, right? One, it shows you how because a lot of times when we talk about these the back in the day, right? And I think a lot of whites do it. Like, they talk about it like it was ancient history. Now, this is a man who, yeah, granted, he's 80 years old, but he is still very much a part of American pop culture, right? He is an influential American, and there are many who are younger than him who may have had racist attitudes or grew up in this type of environment. And you know what, that Chris? That are still up there hiring people yes. or not hiring people. He he hasn't had a black coach in his tenure as the owner of the Cowboys. But but you now, know what? You know, no. I'm not saying that means he's racist. But I'm just saying he hasn't hired one black coach. But head but, coach. but your point is well taken because those people are still alive. Yes, the people yes. who were at the schools or or denying black people, telling them to use a, a separate water fountains or whatever it was, denying them employment, Chris. Right. Uh, 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 yeah, because that's the thing. Like, there like were people they're not, they're not all dead. They're, they're still alive. They're yes, still alive. Those people then. are alive, and you just said it. He's 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 a big time, big shot, who influences a lot of people. So right. so, and, and that's why I really believe, you know, in about I don't know, twenty years, thirty years, whatever. At some point, that that generation and those people who live through those moments won't be around anymore. Well, they won't. No, I know. But I'm just right. saying. But they are still here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting. And, um, you know, I always, Rob, we've seen pictures of blacks who were lynched and things like that. Those, those are horrific. Some of them. Those are horrific Absolutely. pictures. Absolutely. And, and, and when horrific. you see them, Rob, sometimes the people around them, the whites, are standing there like they're holding up a trout that they caught in the ocean. You know what I mean? Like, it's a sport. And there are, and in some of these photos, whether it's a lynching or it was the students trying to integrate the school, you see women, white women, older, young, whatever, yelling at the top of their lungs, vitriol, right? Somebody that you would look at and think that's just a nice person, nice young citizen. 
And they are yeah, there. You can see the hatred in their oh, face. It's, 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 you know what it's, I mean? And, and, and the other ones that I've seen, Chris, and I don't want to get you know so graphic, but even in some of the lynchings as well, like picnics are going on at a park. Right. Like right. it is just, right. and kids are there. And the, yep. if you've never seen those pictures, it's important to look at them only from the standpoint to know what really was going on and never forget that stuff. I, I really right. believe that. I, I don't yeah. believe you should shield yourself, you know what I mean, totally from things. And I think like. it's about standing up for what's right. Because most people, I think, will go along with the the general thought of the day. Yes. Because right? it's a mob I mean, mentality. You know that. Right. right. These are people who were viewed as upstanding citizens, moral citizens. Like you said, some went to church. Most went to church, let's face it. And yet, because they went along with the spirit of the day, as wrong as it may have been, that tragedy took place. And so um, I, it's important. Stand up for what is right, um, even regardless of what the society is saying. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. 
The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.